Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. And we're back. Happy New Year. 888 As far as I'm concerned, this should be the only day anybody ever says that to us. Hmm. Okay. We'll say it one day. You can say it a day. <laughs> then we're done with that. I don't want to hear Happy New Year on March 3rd. Well, I don't want to hear it. Is that a pro- like the people <laughs> in your world typically do that? Yes. Wow, yes. that's annoying. Yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> so I thought we'd set aside one day for the Happy New Year thing, and then we're uh, we're all out of it. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so you watch any bowl games over the? Uh, I mean, there were only three hundred and sixty-two of them. Yeah, and my team, the Huskers, didn't qualify for any of them. That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, I think over 800 teams qualified for bowl games. Yeah, we were 801. Ah, we were 801. Just missed the cut. Sucks when you're 801. Yeah. Yeah. No, I haven't been watching a lot of college football. Um, I watched the uh, the playoff games there. Uh, yeah. You know, the LSU, uh, Oklahoma oh, okay. trouncing. Yeah. Jeez, Oklahoma got just destroyed by LSU. Yeah. They didn't, you know, people said coming in, they don't belong, and... They didn't belong. <laughs> so <laughs> I don't uh, think anybody right. that would have been matched up with LSU would belonged. have belonged. Yeah. We'll see. We'll see with you know, does Clemson belong? We'll see. Uh I think Clemson will acquit themselves a little better than Oklahoma did, but we have the we'll see. NFL playoffs set and in fact our moron mm-hmm. trivia game tomorrow. Wow, where did the time go? This week just flew by. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. T- tomorrow moron Jeez. trivia gonna be Buffalo Bills, Houston Texans. Uh it should be fun. Uh, the, uh, let's see, the moron trivia, the day we left, mm-hmm. was that right or wrong? Oh, I think it was wrong. I thought it was right. Who did we no, pick? I don't remember. Wow. <laughs> That's why I'm, I was asking you. I and thought any, maybe you knew. Anybody remember who we picked? Because uh, the Packers, uh, uh, beat the Vikings. Was it Packers Vikings? Yeah, so we got it wrong. So we, we got predicted it wrong? the Vikings, yeah. We did predict the Vikings? Are you sure? Yeah? That's All what right. we're saying in there, yeah. Okay. What do they know? Yeah, got the screen. Look at that. He's got the final score right there. Oh. Look at Rob. Oh, yeah, 9-8. Eight. Eight All seven, right, so we're 7-8, seven and eight, right? No, because we got the... Uh, no, the Saints won. Yeah. Gosh, man. 7-8. Seven and, eight. Seven that and eight. sucks. Not a good year for... Uh, again, it's a rebuilding, rebuilding year. year. It's a rebuilding year on But look, trivia. look, we qualified for the playoffs, and so now let's run the table. <laughs> all right, we just got to win four in a row, and we're good. That's all. Yeah, right. Okay, so... Again, that's really not the point. It's just for fun, right? It's just to, it's just to find out how much more untrivia pre- people know. It's for and entertainment it's purposes only. Exactly right. Now, when, We've said it a million times. Right now, when we have a record of sixteen and four, then it's for you to make money off of. But when yeah. we're seven and eight, yes. it's just for entertainment. Last purposes. year, for some reason, everything went well. And I don't, oh. I don't know why. Nobody can explain it. But this year, well, that was not exactly the case. I'm telling you, the Falcons. That that that's what derailed the mojo. When Moron Trivia went out on a limb and called yeah. the Falcons win, that threw everything away. Sure did. Yeah. Uh, so, Packers uh, qualified second, right? Yeah, second they, they in the division. A, they get a bye week. So <laughs> you're got a bye week. Four games this weekend. Uh, let's see. So Saturday, you've got Buffalo at Houston. In the AFC, and you've got Tennessee at New England. New England lost to the Dolphins, fell to a three seed, and crazy the Dolphins winning. In other words, the Patriots losing. As weird as that was, that's what forces me into buying lunch for you, Stu and Jeffy. Okay? Oh, really? Because of that crazy upset. 
So those are your two games on Saturday. Otherwise, who would it have been? Me? It would have been me and Jeffy splitting. You and Jeffy. Yeah. So uh, as it is usually the case. <clears throat> I think, right? You guys are always at the bottom of no, this barrel. No, you, you, you bought last year. I know, but yeah. that was the first time. Mm. Was the uh, first time. I need to go and find it. I've got those records somewhere. Uh, and then your NFC games, um, Minnesota Vikings at the New Orleans Saints and Seattle at Philadelphia in the first mm. round. So, yeah, the Packers got a bye along mm-hmm. with the uh, 49ers. Uh, and then you also got buys from Baltimore and Kansas City. So, I was looking at the Packers' schedule. <clears throat> they beat, <clears throat> I think, really one team that I thought was pretty impressive during the course of the season, and that was Kansas City. They beat Kansas City, I think it was 31-24. Hmm. Other than that, they didn't play anybody. Uh, they, well, the Cowboys, but the Cowboys didn't turn out good. Uh, and by the way, Jason Garrett still has a job. That is weird. They had a meeting? They've had two meetings. On Monday and Tuesday. Yeah, and- had, yes. <laughs> what they talk about? Uh, so how how you feeling? Uh, what, what do you want to do today? Hey, how about this weather we're having? It's kind of warm for this time of year. <laughs> so what do what do they, they talk about? They were meetings over lunch. So all I can think is that weird. they just uh, weird. They ate and just chatted about <laughs> life and how's the family. Jerry Jones must be in love with Jason Garrett. There is no reason for him to be in this job anymore. I, no no reason. Everybody in this. Dallas Fort Worth, Dallas Fort Worth Metroplex wants him gone. Every I don't know a single soul who says, you know who's who's uh, doing a great job is that Jason Garrett. Yeah. There's nobody. Eight, I mean, right? I don't care one way or the other. Yeah, I don't either. I don't care. But uh, the Cowboys fans do, and they want you know they want somebody else. It's been ten years, I think. Right? Ten years. Ten years for the guy. Uh now, I understand the Giants want him. I understand the Giants really like him. Wow. So okay. if he got fired, I, I don't know if Jerry Jones is just stretching this out so the Giants don't get him. I don't know. Maybe maybe it's that. Because mm. by the time he finally decides he's going to fire him, the Giants' job will already be filled by who knows who. Um, <laughs> the worst job this week has got to be a, a, a Dallas Cowboys beat reporter. Where you show up to these uh, every meetings time expecting and you, you wait out there yeah. an hour passes. All right, we're gonna have the big hour. news. We're gonna have the big news. Like no, three, three or four hours later, like all right, you guys can go home now. Happy New Year. Yeah, okay. Yeah, Jerry had the uh, the Caesar salad, and uh, Jason <laughs> Jason had the avocado toast, <laughs> and so uh, see you tomorrow and do it all over again. Yeah, they're gonna meet again tomorrow for lunch. Uh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> so weird. Really weird. Mm-hmm. Also, as far as um, you know, Christmas is concerned. Do you have a good Christmas, by the way? Oh, a great Christmas! Yeah. How about you? Uh, yeah, I did. It was it was good. awesome. Good. Uh, my wife and I did something really cool this year. We decided, uh, you know what? I, I I don't. We don't know what to get each other. We we have what we need. I, I don't have any idea uh, what she wants. She didn't have any idea what I want. And we said, let's just not do it. And we didn't. You canceled Christmas? No, we. No, we didn't cancel Christmas. Huh. We celebrated the birth of our Savior on Christmas. Aww. Yeah. That's yeah. how you did? Yeah. That's what we did. I mean, how long uh, was that All take? our grandkids were somewhere else. Uh, we had a couple kids at the house. You know, we, obviously, we got our kids presents and our grandkids uh-huh. presents. And uh, we celebrated before they went their separate ways. Okay. And then, uh, but for each other, we didn't get anything. And then we went shopping together the day after Christmas. No pressure. No hype. If we saw something we liked and had to have, you know, then maybe we'd do it. 
Uh, it was awesome. It was. It took wow. all the pressure off of Christmas. It was fantastic. Best thing we've ever done. Okay. I loved it. Cool. Why'd you decorate? Why'd you Why'd you go through the mess of that crazy tree? Did they ever um, come through? By the way, people have been asking on Twitter. Did Did that company ever come through? They, the no. Balsam Hill. They never. Whatever? No. They never so sent the, us the the blue ribbon panel right. convened, they convened and never. Gave well, you they an, decided that we could get some replacement bulbs, but not the master bulbs. <laughs> I, I, I don't can't. know. I don't know why. I can't. I don't understand why we couldn't have master bulbs, but we couldn't. So uh, they didn't. And uh, I guess. I guess the panel decided we'll send him regular bulbs and he'll be happy with that. And no, I'm not. No, I'm really not. But, oh. but thanks. Sorry. Yeah, not doing business yeah. with them anymore. No way. No. Ever. See, that was your December 26th going shopping. My December 26th, and I, I planned on this. I set the alarm and everything. I went to Walmart to get all the uh, good buys, 50% off Christmas lights and stuff. That's what we did. It was already a madhouse That's at what we 610. Did. I know. It's crazy. What? It's crazy out there. Uh-huh. Normally, I roll in there around <laughs> noon and get yeah. the scraps that are left. We went to places where it was 60 or 70% off yeah. the Christmas items. Uh-huh. So we got some really cool Christmas for items you. for next year. Get a new fun. Christmas tree with lights that work? Uh, no. Um, not yet. Okay. All right. But maybe sometime during the course of the year, we're going to have it restrung. Because uh, oh. it was just, you know, it was a stupidly expensive tree. Yeah. <clears throat> Which is why maybe they should have better customer service than they do. Oh, yeah. You think they could probably afford it, right? Yeah, high-end uh, company like that, you would think maybe they take care of their customers. Well, you'd be wrong if you thought that. But <laughs> you had quite a surprise. Uh, somebody, My goodness, yes. <laughs> I, so there's no reason for the for the streets and freeways to open up between my house and yours anymore because you now have yes. a 65-inch television thanks to one of our listeners. That is unbelievable. Somebody. Completely anonymously. Sent you a 65-inch HD 4K Ultra. I mean, it is top of the line. It is an expensive TV, 65-inch TV. Security called me uh, last week. And um, and I had him open the box because I was like, ah, enjoy opening the you know the dog feces. It's going to spill out of this box. And he opened it up and he saw enough and described it and said, no, 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 this is a real thing, man. Oh, we'll just put it in the mail room and you can get it when you get up here. And so I got up here the next day, um, and lo and behold, it's the greatest thing that's ever been created by human hands. <laughs> so it's changed my that world. Is, that oh. is an extraordinary gesture by somebody. Uh, so, so I would that's love to publicly, if amazing. they want, or privately even, thank this person, but nobody I, has said. That's really something. Yeah, it's just. But they sent it. To the studio, so yep. it was obviously from, some listener. Yeah, viewer. and it was from Amazon, so I can't trace it that back. Is amazing. And I tell you, it anyway, is the greatest is gift. Thank you so much. Way you, above and beyond. Yep, thank you. Whoever that is, thank you. So Rachel. Merry Christmas, mm-hmm. Keith. Yeah. From somebody. It's already changed I mean, our life. That had to be better than what your wife got you for Christmas. <laughs> what, what we celebrated the birth of Christ, <laughs> sir. That's what we did. Okay, we, good. We kicked the kids out good. of the house. Yeah. So All right. Go play. It's warm outside. Uh huh. And we're going to be celebrating was, together in here. It was seventy something on Christmas Ugh, Day. Seventy three. Oh, jeez. It was gross. Yeah. Gross. Such is life mm-hmm. in uh, Dallas, Fort Worth. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Um, our embassy is under attack. Yeah. And this situation turned out considerably better than Benghazi. 
or uh, Tehran. And that could be because of who's president at the time. Uh, it was dealt with a little bit differently. And uh, these people were dispersed. These protesters were dispersed. <laughs> Supposedly, these protesters are actually a uh, some sort of paramilitary group that was trained by uh, Iranians. Mm-hmm. And they have seven such groups uh, stationed around places uh, around the world or around the Middle East. And this is what they do. And so the Pentagon sent 100 Marines to the U.S. Embassy in Baghdad, bolster the security in the wake of the attack, where hundreds of pro-Iran militia members stormed the compound, set walls ablaze, and, of course, chanted death to America in retaliation for American airstrikes, supposedly. U.S. soldiers inside the embassy fired tear gas, stun grenades, and warning shots, wounding 62 of the hundreds of fighters who broke down the main door to the compound. But, you know, I think we learned something from before uh, where you can't just sit there and do nothing. Wait, that's not... I thought that was standard operating procedure. It, it used to be. So, so when an embassy be. is attacked mm-hmm. and those inside call for help, the President of the United States isn't supposed to just sit there and uh, go play cards or something? Right. Right, hmm. with his buddies. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to bed. You guys uh, see what happens, and uh, we'll talk about it in the morning. Hmm. No, that's that's not how this went. Nope. Fortunately. Uh, so, on Tuesday, U.S. Defense Secretary Mark Esper said the U.S. was sending additional forces to the Baghdad Embassy while calling on Iraq to help protect American personnel. Uh, hours after President Trump slammed the attack, warned that Iran will be held fully responsible. Now they said there's nothing you there's not a damn thing we can do about it. Well, I, I think I think there was. Mm-hmm. I, I think they got the message and backed off. And fortunately, this hasn't ended the way other attacks uh, that are similar to this have ended. We've taken appropriate force protection actions to ensure the safety of American citizens, military personnel, and diplomats in country, and to ensure our right of self-defense, Esper said. As in all countries, we rely on host nation forces to assist in the protection of our personnel in the country, and we call on the government of Iraq to fulfill its international responsibilities to do so. So, uh, we'll see how that goes, uh, but... Apparently, they're talking about getting completely out of Afghanistan now, right? After 18 years. 18 years, yeah. They're We've saying, had enough. Yep. And they're saying that we're going to pull everybody out? Yeah, it's a ceasefire agreement with uh, with the Taliban. <clears throat> but uh, that's where we're at, yeah. Um, and apparently 18 years uh, in country has, uh, is long enough. Is that really enough? 18 <laughs> years? Come on. Still not 100 there's been 100-year wars. Now Don't that, we want to break some records now here? Now, that was McCain's plan in Iraq, if you'll recall. <laughs> want to be there for 100 years. <laughs> Although that's not exactly what he said. I think he said we'd be there for 100 years if that's what it takes. Or mm-hmm. Whatever the I, I forget exactly how it was put, but that kind of lost him the, the election. Oh, gosh. In part. I think a lot of things lost him yeah, the election. It was, I think it was terrible. One of the things was Barack Obama. Yeah. Um, but bless his heart. You know, we lost him. Yeah, we lost him. Yeah. So, um, if but, you're yeah, if, if you're losing your hair, as uh, Keith is, what? Well, he's he's covering it up today oh, with his brass. Oh, oh, wait! Before I do this, I'm going like completely shaven now. 
Like, there's no, like, in between. I got to make sure I'm not too... Let me see. I will, but I got to make sure before I commit to this route that I'm Mm -hmm. not too lazy to maintain it. Mm Because it's already been a few days, and I don't know how long I'm going to go completely... Yeah, I, it's already. That's man, that is fast. Yeah, it's this is just like three days ago. Stubble there. Wow, <laughs> on right. this side. So I better get on that today. I, male pattern baldness just <laughs> sucks. Yeah. Why does it just go right straight down the middle of your head? Why? <laughs> so you just or that big circle in the back of your head, like I'm starting to have. Yeah, I, that's why I kind of wondered. I, yeah. I hate it. Would I, I rather look it. like the uh, the eagle guy on uh, on the Muppets? Where he's got it on the side, you know, mm-hmm. like you got because mm-hmm. because that that that's respectable hair. A lot of guys have respectable hair right here, yeah, but they got nothing here. Right, that's where the comb over comes in. Yeah, so you got to be creative. If you don't want to do the comb over, uh, which looks like crap, uh, <laughs> what you might not know uh, is that the cause of hair loss could be a hormone called DHT. The FDA has approved two hair treatment products that control the DHT and prevent hair loss. Plus, it's even this treatment has even triggered hair regrowth in a really good percentage of guys. Now, until until now, um, these products have been really expensive, and you had to go to a doctor, all of that, but not anymore. You've heard about Keeps. Keeps offers the generic versions of these two FDA-approved hair products. So not only are they up to 90% effective, they're totally affordable. And we're going to get you half off just to get you started. With Keeps, save your hair without ever leaving your couch. Answer a few questions, snap a few pictures of your hair, and a licensed doctor will then review all your information and recommend the right hair loss treatment for you. Then it's shipped discreetly to your door. So if you're tired of losing your hair, you've got a free online doctor consult now and 50% off your first order. 50%. Go to Keeps.com slash Pat. Keeps dot com slash pat go there now pat gray uh triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three and because i said it uh the steve 42 <laughs> has marked down what's on everybody's mind <laughs> Everyone, mark your calendars on March 3rd. Be sure to wish Pat a happy new year. Yeah, happy new year. March 3rd, already checked yeah. the old calendar. You know that's going to happen. It's on a Tuesday, so you'll Smart have that Alex. chance. <laughs> we created monsters here. Uh, Jeffy's favorite Buffett, buff, oh, Jeffy's favorite buffet shirt. Sure. He's got a favorite buffet shirt? Of course he does. Huh. All right. Uh, does Keith have to take out a home equity loan to pay for Jeffy's lunch? <laughs> yes. Oh, boy. Yes, he does. Uh, Just Too Muck and Fudge tweets, Did they get the creator of the YouTube video that caused the protests outside the embassy in Iraq yet? (laughs) Wouldn't that be great to be lied to again? Yeah. Uh, Like our last administration who had no scandal at Mm -hmm. all. Susan Susan Rice, where are you? Uh, Yeah, that darn, darn video. Mm -hmm. we got to find that person who did that video. And there was uh, Keith's 65-inch smile. So you're saying the Blaze staff chipped in to get Keith a 65-inch TV so he doesn't need to hang out with the staff at their homes? Got it. I don't care what your motivation was, guys, but thank you for the TV. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We'd never do that. Uh That was just some good-hearted viewer listener. Mm -hmm. Uh, From Look Fat, (laughs) (laughs) 
Martin's sulking in the background because nobody sent him a Tesla. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's still waiting for that. Martin's needing a Tesla, so if anybody out there uh, <laughs> wants to send has a, a Tesla. spare brand new Tesla mm-hmm. available. Unleash the morons tweets. Uh, first of all, Happy New Year, Pat and Keith. I think Jason Garrett must have pictures of Jerry Jones from the Cowboys bathhouse, and he's threatening to make them go viral. And Jerry doesn't look like a Greek god. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> no, probably not. Uh, yeah, something's up there. Something's up. I mean, he loves the guy. And I'm not, I mean, you know, maybe it's just a personality thing. They get along really well. Um, because he certainly hasn't gotten his football team anywhere that he wants to go, right? I mean, nobody's done that since, I, I guess, Barry Switzer was the last coach to take him to the yeah, Super Bowl. I guess so. That yeah. was a long time ago, mid-90s. That was been- 1995. Would that be February 95? Yep. Huh. Yeah. 95. 96? February 96. I'm going with February 96 is my final answer. It was the 95. End of the 90. Was it? I end of know. the 95 season or end of the 94 season? It was against the Steelers. I know that. <clears throat> what do you think? Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> Last January Cowboys. 28th, 1996. All right. Well, okay. There you go. At the Ooh, end of the 95 season. Worthless trivia for you there. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Interesting uh, tweet from Adam Schiff. Every every New Year's <laughs> Eve, as the clock strikes midnight, this is from Adam Schiff again. <laughs> I say, rabbit, rabbit, to bring luck throughout the year to come. What? <laughs> what? Give it a try tonight. I hope it brings you and your family and friends good luck in the new year. What a weird weird tweet he says it every year is that well, right why would that bring anybody luck that Rabbit, is just a bizarre... i've never heard that you know christians are accused of being fairy tale people or whatever but this nobody's saying uh, are the is, is chuck todd jumping all over adam schiff for this kind of weirdness <laughs> right. oh, wait if oh. i say rabbit rabbit somehow that brings me luck how does that work uh, i don't know just unbelievable mm-hmm uh, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Yeah, would you want to play that uh, wonderful clip of Chuck yes, Todd? Uh, that's what I was just looking for. Yeah, so uh, he takes the Christmas holiday, uh, Christianity's holiest uh, day of the year. Uh, maybe Easter's up there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and he takes the occasion with this letter to the editor. Listen, uh, this guy Chuck Todd. I want to read you guys a letter to the editor that we found in the Lexington Herald Leader. It was a fascinating attempt at trying to explain why. Um, some people support President Trump. Here's what he says. Why do good people support Trump? It's because people have been trained from childhood to believe in fairy tales. This set their minds up to accept things that make them feel good. The more fairy tales and lies he tells, the better they feel. Show me a person who believes in Noah's Ark, and I will show you a Trump voter. Wow. Look, this gets at something, Dean, that that my executive producer likes to say is, hey, voters want to be lied to sometimes. They, they They don't always love being told hard truths. Oh, wow. Okay, that, that gets at something that... Uh, what What a douchebag. That's... You're, you've just said that Christians believe in fairy tales. Like, uh, I don't know, the birth of the Savior of the world. That I guess, I guess that's what you're talking about. Is uh, Chuck Todd an atheist? Because he sure sounds like it there. Wow, that is unbelievable. Let's see here. Unbelievable. Yeah, going out of his way. 
I mean, they could have made any kind of... Why, it, why it, would you read that mm-hmm. if you didn't believe it and you didn't want people to... You didn't want to slap them down. I'm Okay, I'm going to take a real shot at Christians here. Why would you do that? That well, is bizarre. Over Christmas, of course. Yeah, and 75, 80% of Americans are Christians. And, it, and it's not just Republicans who believe in Noah's Ark. I don't think. Aren't there Democrats who believe in the Bible? Believe the Bible to be the Word of God and not just filled with allegories? That's, wow. And look at how brazen they are about it now. They just don't care. What does it say about uh, Chuck? T- are you looking at his background? Yeah, I don't find anything. Does it say anything? Yeah, mm. I'm, not, I'm not finding anything. Uh... Wow. I mean, that's, if it was Islam, if it was Ramadan, oh. and he's slapping around Muslims like that on Ramadan, uh, there's... You know, he'd be under threat of death right now. There'd be a jihad declared against him. But it's perfectly acceptable to bash Christianity and Christians and to attack them like that. And uh, under the guise of, oh, we're talking about just the Trump voters, just the really stupid people who happen to believe in in the savior of the world, and they, they like Donald Trump and voted for him. Boy. Went out of his way there. Oof, he really did. He really did. Um, all right. Some predictions from Psychic Nikki. Oh, this is okay. going to be fun. Yeah, if you're not a Christian, <laughs> maybe maybe you believe in uh, Psychic Nikki and, and her predictions for the year 2020. Um, she has uh, predicted... Now, this article, by the way, says that many of her predictions from last year, worldwide protests, the roller coaster stock market, extreme weather events, and UFO sightings have come to fruition. <laughs> you have to be a psychic to see any of right. that coming, right? There's right. Like, I couldn't say, well, the stock market's going to go up and down this year. Seriously. And you couldn't say, and you know what? There's going to be some extreme weather events. Yeah, like... <laughs> Every year? I'm reading a story dated December 31st, 2018, <clears throat> what Psychic Nikki sees for us in 2019. Right. And you just went over them. I mean, it's just... I know. I the know. stock market's going to be up and down. There's going to be hurricanes and heat mm-hmm. waves and snowstorms. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, this... no normal person could have foreseen any of that. Good stuff here. <laughs> it's unbelievable. What? What is, what is this quote? Sylvester Stallone has to watch himself, as does Arnold Schwarzenegger. He has to watch himself for sure. End end quote. (laughs) Who does? Sylvester Stallone? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Selena Gomez, she has to watch it. I'm a little worried about her well-being. Good prediction there for 2019. What does that really say? And by the way, she seems fine, seemingly. And so is Stallone. Weird. I mean, (sighs) really, really weird. Uh, Psychic Psychic Nikki... Yeah, what else you got? ...also claims to have previously predicted a Donald Trump impeachment. Okay, well, they've been screaming about impeachment since the day he got into office. That's not a tough prediction either. (laughs) Uh, uh, So, let's see. Here's Here's what else she says. 
Hillary Clinton is a possible run in the 2020 elections. Whoa! <laughs> whoa, whoa! 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 Slow down, Psychic, psychic Nikki. Nikki! Going out on a limb. If she does run, it will be out of the blue, and she's not the only possible eventual candidate. Michelle Obama could run, and so could Oprah. There's not a single person alive who doesn't already know all of that. Man. Regardless, Nikki does see a female candidate in our future. I feel good about Michelle Obama, although she could deny it. There could be a female vice president as well. I see the initials M O. <laughs> <laughs> this would be the right time to run for Michelle Obama. Can we just call these second Nikki's wild guesses? Because this is dumb. <laughs> or not so wild? Right, not so wild guesses. Uh huh. There you go. She sees, now I see a lot of penguins and polar bears leaving the Arctic. Oh, yeah, they're, they're moving to Texas. The penguins and polar bears. What are the penguins doing in the Arctic? Are they lost? <laughs> they don't even yeah, live they're, there. They're in the Antarctic. <laughs> what in the world? Wow, that's bizarre. <sighs> uh, and dying and coming down for food. All the Arctic Circle and the ice shelves are melting. Greenland, Iceland. Oh my gosh. Yeah. We got to... She is brilliant. Uh, this is chilling stuff. Chilling. There it well, is. <laughs> so we'll we'll get in. Maybe I'll finish off the uh, Psychic Nikki predictions because oh, cool. they're pretty powerful. The Psychic Nikki safe yeah. bets? Yep. <laughs> Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. 888 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, Keith's Forgotten TV tweets, just a heads up for cashiers in the DFW area. Don't wish this man Happy New Year after today. <laughs> They're going to. Uh huh. They're going to. Yeah. And it's going to be irritating. Well, Happy New Year. Did you find everything you needed today? Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> yeah, thank you. Uh, Texas Bizzle? Texas Bizzle tweets, Wow, Pat cracked the code. Keith's mystery TV gifter was actually TextDot, who gifted the TV <laughs> to stop Keith's constant pressure to build a road from Pat's house to his. I have asked on more than one occasion. Yes. Uh, from Steve, here's a hateful letter to the editor that I found after reading every obscure newspaper in the Midwest. Yeah. Chuck Todd. Uh-huh. <laughs> Alyssa tweets, uh, the most ironic thing I'll hear today is, Pat, interesting tweet from Adam Schiff. It's rude to lie, Pat. I wasn't, so the, I thought the Schiff thing was kind of interesting because, um, what a freak. Or sad. Sad. Pathetic. <laughs> yeah, more pathetic, I guess, than interesting. Uh, but back to these psychic predictions, because I want you to know what's coming your way. Yes, yes, And yes, yes, yes. psychic Nikki seems to have nailed it. <clears throat> I mean, she says, certainly global warming could make the list of important things this year. <laughs> Thank you for that. Yeah, that's, that's powerful. Mm-hmm. The new generation as well is going to be worried about climate change and changes and ecological disasters. Are they? They're going to be worried about it? I think we already know uh, that the alarmists have scared the hell out of this generation. Now now I see... I love this line. Now I see a lot of penguins and polar bears leaving the Arctic. Well, the penguins, Putin, left the Arctic a long time ago because there are no penguins in the Arctic. Okay, they're they're in the South Pole. That's fun. Uh, so she sees him leaving the Arctic and dying and coming down for food. 
all the Arctic Circle and all the ice shelves are melting. Greenland, Iceland. Greta is certainly on the right track here, what she's doing. I really think she's fantastic. <laughs> and I think you're going to see more of these activists coming up. Powerful. What a powerful prediction. Not just her, but other ones. The younger generation. So that's a trend, too. Global warming should not be confused with weather, of course, she says, but it does affect the weather people experience in their quarter of the country. You're going to get more and more. For New York, for instance, there's going to be a lot of crazy weather. I think you'll get earthquakes and tornadoes in New York City. Oh, okay, well, that that would be unusual. We'll see. Not just Los Angeles for that type of stuff. It's going to shift, she says. Wow, this is this just shows you that you don't have to be anybody special to be quoted for predictions right. for a new year. Yeah, right. In fact, maybe you guys, uh, you pat heads, could do hashtag pat predictions. Uh, you know, do that hashtag or something today, and let, let's come up with some predictions for 2020. That maybe we could go over uh, on tomorrow's program. Just you know, go out on a limb there mm-hmm. and try to predict the future, like, like Nikki has done. Psychic Nikki uh, has gone. Out. I mean, you'd never like this, for instance. Okay. As Nikki sees it, a lot of people will have their own businesses. <laughs> she says, I think they'll work at home. Do you? Where are you getting that? Wow. Because that's been a trend for about 30 years now. <laughs> I don't think there's going to be a lot of stores in the next 10 years. Wow, right. Who could see that since 9,400 stores closed last year alone? Ninety-four hundred. So do you think, Psychic Nikki, it's possible that more stores will close? Huh. I wonder if the internet could be partially responsible. Now, don't go out on that. Uh Don't go out that far. Oh, she does. People are shopping online. Stores are going bankrupt. I think everybody's going to do it from one master big computer where they can do whatever they want. So what she's doing is just kind of, are, are these predictions from 20 years ago? And maybe they just got the date wrong on the story? Seriously, if this was 1990, this might be really interesting and spellbinding. And wow. Instead, she's just reminding right. us of things that have That's already happened. Already, she's going through the news and saying, you know what? I think there might be a lot of businesses closed. Yeah, I wonder if you saw that story where 9,400 of them closed last year alone. Nobody has the heart to tell Nikki that um, your predictions are two decades too late. She also predicts a lot of people will retire. (laughs) The baby boomers will retire earlier. Well, what do you mean earlier? The baby boomers are like, I'm on the, I'm on the young end of the baby boom, but, uh, you know, I'm late 50s, mm-hmm. so baby boomers, for the most part, are at retirement age. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what, a, what a powerful prediction that is. And the next generation, their home life will be more luxurious because they're going to have everything they want right there. There won't be any need to go to a movie if they have it there in their home. I can't even imagine having movies in your home. Can you imagine that? Like on demand, for instance? Can you imagine? Or streaming live? Again, when is this story dated? And get this. If they want to order food, they have it right there in their home. Nuh-uh. Huh. Uh. Oh, okay. Not like DoorDash. Now now we're getting or... ridiculous, Nikki. <laughs> Stop this it. Unbelievably stupid. 
And here's here's where the robots come in. Oh, oh, okay. robots. Ooh, robots. robots. Now she's going out there. Here we go. <clears throat> Maybe a robot will come and deliver. Psychic Nikki speculates. I know that sounds strange. Yeah, not really, since they're doing that already. We've had stories <clears throat> of Amazon delivering. <laughs> but I really see it. When the computers weren't here, people said that's not going to happen. Well, the robots are going to take over for sure. Robots, for sure. <laughs> there, There's going to be flying robots, not like drones, because uh, that would be crazy. In the future, they'll all be robots. You may have a robotic wife or husband or boss. Okay. okay. All right. But wait, <clears throat> wait, uh, then she's got, got some special numbers for you. Isn't Domino's already delivering pizzas in a robot? Probably. Robots for sure. Then she says uh, she likes the number 10. I like the number 10. I love the number 10. I like the number 4, which is unlikely, unlike, unlucky for some people, but lucky. What? It's unlucky for some people, but lucky. Okay. I can't. 13 is usually bad luck in North America and good luck in Europe. I like 13. I've got 10, 4, and 13. I love 21 for you. What? What What do you... T- for what? Is this like you plug these numbers into a lottery? Uh, oh. Is that what, what it is? Doing. Well, Rob has the most important question. Does Nikki like the number 18? No, she doesn't. Whoa. And then I like I like 22. <laughs> I love 19. So then there's 10, 4, 13, 21, 22, <laughs> and 19. Jeez. And I like 5 for you. <laughs> the end of the article. She doesn't say anything about the... <laughs> and as a hypothetical Powerball number. No, she doesn't. No. Maybe that's the 5. Cause that's the f- if you. you. How many are there usually? Because I don't play lotteries. I think it's... Are there five and then a lucky number or a right, Powerball number? Five and then a Powerball. 10, 4, yeah. 13, 21, 22, and 19. So there's six right oh, there. Oh, oh, and oh. then she throws in the five for you. For, for me. For you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So there yeah. you go. Well, then, now, now she's got me confused because there's only five and then a Powerball. She's given me six and a Powerball. Nikki, come on. You What's a guy to do? Cut one of those out. Mm. Ah. So, wow, what powerful, powerful predicting there from Psychic Nikki. Hashtag Pat Predictions. Uh, What do you think is going to happen? I mean, if you can compete with that, then we'll be pretty impressed (laughs) because that's pretty powerful stuff. Pretty darn powerful. Now, speaking of the weather, as Nikki was, weather is uh, no longer a thing for climate activists. Greta Thunberg's parents thought her climate activism was a bad idea, apparently. Uh, Greta's father has opened up about his daughter's struggles with depression and revealed that he and his wife thought our climate activism was a bad idea. Oh, okay. Huh. Zvante Thunberg said his daughter fell ill and stopped eating and talking to others three or four years before going to, to the school strikes that propelled her into the public eye. Maybe they... I don't know, could have helped their daughter by saying, hey, honey, um, people are really exaggerating this problem. It's not what they're telling you it is. Okay? Calm down. You don't have to be afraid of this. The climate changes on this planet all the time. It's cyclical. So you don't need to be this scared. I don't know. Maybe you could have had a conversation like that with her and prevented all of this. 
No, no, no. They're the great enablers. <clears throat> no kidding. They really they changed their lifestyle <clears throat> for the for their daughter. Uh, but I guess this whole situation has helped her out of her depression. Oh, well, that's good. But he worries about the impact of her international fame now. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, she's been away from them for how? I don't think the parents were were they with her on this trip. No. To the United States? I no. don't think they were, right? That's too much carbon and whatnot in the air. Said it was the ultimate nightmare for a parent when she began refusing to eat, but she's now now she's very happy. Oh, well, that's a- good. Asked how she got better. He said he and his wife, opera singer uh, Melina Emin, took time off from their work and sought help from doctors. Mr. Thunberg said changes made in their own lives, such as his decision to become vegan, had given Greta some energy. Oh, well, very exciting. Good. So the dad's vegan now. Yeah, the dad's vegan. Okay. So we're fixed. <laughs> we're fine. Uh, because, you know, meat uh, is terrible, and he's not eating it anymore. So I think we're fine now. So we fixed it. We just took a very, very long time to spend a lot of time together and just work it out together, he said. Thunberg said his wife stopped flying what? and had to change her whole career. What stupidity. Right? golly. To be honest, Greta's mother didn't do it to save the climate. She did it to save her child because she saw how much it meant to her. Rather than explain to her that, okay, this is all blown out of proportion, Greta, don't worry about it. Nope. Instead, they changed their lifestyle uh, and they let her start going all over the world to uh, yell at Officials and administrators all over the world. It's so irresponsible. And when she did that, she saw how much she grew from that and how much energy she got from it. And this is why she's so happy now. Oh, well, as long as the kid is happy. <clears throat> yeah, that's That's good. the ultimate goal for any parent is just make sure your kids are happy. He said Greta thought her parents were huge hypocrites because they were active advocates for refugees but didn't take the climate issue seriously. Mm-hmm. Greta said, whose human rights are you standing up for? What a powerful question, Greta. <laughs> Thank you for that. Thank you. Of her climate change activism, Mr. Thunberg said, we thought it was a bad idea. Just the idea of your own daughter putting herself at the very front of front line of such a huge question like climate change. You wouldn't want that as a parent. Right, maybe you could have stood up then and done something about it. You know, at taking control as a parent. He said he and his wife spoke several times with Greta before she pursued her campaigning, explaining she would have to do it by herself and be well prepared for questions she would face. Huh! Hmm. All right. So I guess all the indoctrination she received, if you're to believe these parents, came from her education at school in the European school system. So the dad changes his diet... Change his diet. The mom, mom changes, changes her your career. Travel, your career. Yep. Oh, because they wanted to make sure their daughter was happy. Yep. All right, makes sense. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you couldn't explain it to her in a reasonable way, right? You couldn't. I, I guess you have to reinforce that we're the world is going to end in twelve years, and you're going to have no future, honey. So yeah, go ahead and go out and and do climate activism by yourself because we're not going with you. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. What a bizarre situation. But but boy, they, they just turned her loose and said, nah, you can go travel yeah. to foreign countries yes. on the side of the planet with strangers and right. 
and and handlers and all that stuff. We're fine. Whatever. We don't care. Europe, Europeans, man. Mm-hmm. This is why we left that stupid continent in the first place. Well, in Europe, in Europe, they let their kids be climate activists. In, <laughs> in Europe, they, they encourage their kids to go out and do climate change activism. In Europe, yeah. Now, now in South America too, we got a little boy in Colombia. You wanna, you wanna no, meet this kid? No. You wanna what? meet this kid? At, oh, least, no. at least he doesn't speak English, so we don't have to. You want to? You want to see? There, a little are there this? subtitles? Yeah. See how much you can stand of this kid. Oh. Uh, we want to have to care for the environment. Ten-year-old is leading Colombia's climate fight. There's no plan B. It's the only planet in the universe that harbors life. Yeah. You don't wait. Pause for a second. You don't know that yet, kid. We don't know that. But well, he's ten years old, man. He knows everything. Ten. Greta's 16. Now He's we're educating a, Greta. Now we're with a 10-year-old? Yeah. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, good golly. This is unbelievable. This is unbelievable. What's this kid's name? His name is... Uh, I don't know. I don't I'll know what his name yeah, is. Yeah, I don't know. I'll find out. All right. Uh, roll it back a little bit, and uh, and let's see the rest of this. This is... Only one that harbors life. If it's the only one, and it comes to an end, then life ends. No kidding. Francisco got national attention, spoke to the Senate in Colombia. I call on you as senators of the Republic, (laughs) on the government and the Senate, to legislate for life on the planet. Every Friday, Francisco and his friends campaign for climate action outside the local government. His protests are part of Fridays for Future, led by climate activist Greta Thunberg. We should have the chance of a dignified life on the planet without having to fight and protest. Oh, jeez. I can't take it. So this 10-year-old has sparked uh, renewed fervor in Colombia. For me, the most important thing is... Kids 10 years old. Education, because it Uh builds values. Oh, does it? And people start to become aware. Wow. They got you, kid. To start to care for the planet Earth. Climate Climate action action now. now. Yay. Okay, his name is uh, Francisco Javier Vera Manzaneres. That was right on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Kids, uh, obviously. Obviously, right. I mean, Greta is, is. We need to listen to him. Old news now. Yeah, yeah. This is the kid we need Francisco to listen to. Francisco Javier Vera. The Manzanares. younger, the better. The the younger they are, the more they know. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. understand the problem way better than we do. Way better. These ten year olds. Yeah, and education is the key. It's the key. Education. That's what he said. He <laughs> he just told us that, and he's ten, so you know he knows. This is embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, who's listening to a 10-year-old kid? Hey, welcome to the year 2020, everybody. Yeah. Okay, there you go. <laughs> I told you. <laughs> it's only going to get worse. <laughs> uh, now they're going to start saying, you know who should vote are 10-year-olds because they're really, they're, they're really the 18-year-olds of 20 years ago. Yeah, look at Francisco Javier T- Vera Manzaneres. Ter- 10 is, is the new 18. <laughs> oh. Don't give them any ideas, oh. man. Jeez. That's not they're going to say it. They're yeah. going to say it. Ten is new eighteen. They're they're hipper. They're they're more aware. They've got more access to things than ten year olds have ever had. Okay, so what do you think the odds are? Francisco speaks at the climate summit next year or this year, twenty twenty. Oh, I think eighty percent, eighty five percent. 
Will he be 11 by then, though? I don't know if I can listen to an 11-year-old. That's too old. Okay. Yeah, he's gotten okay. too old and crotchety by the time you're 11. Now, he's got to get to Glasgow, right? So he's got he's to get all the way from Colombia uh, up to the U.K., um, how's he going to do that? I mean, there's no there's no current that that flows from south to north <laughs> on your little boat that you're obviously going to take because you would mm-hmm. never burn carbon. You should start now. <laughs> start rowing. Start right now. Just get in the water, kid. Yeah. Go. Just just go. Ugh, madness. Uh, we do have some. Uh, uh, we do we do have some predictions oh, that are pr- coming in. Oh, listener predictions for 2020. Okay, yes. we got. Uh, this is from Keith's weird leg pain. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> from Keith's weird leg pain. In 2020, every human will become one year older. What? Oh, that is... Come on now, that's psychic Nikki-like. You're going to believe that. <clears throat> I, okay. I'm not going to, but some people will be dumb enough to... <laughs> we'll get to some of these other okay, cool. predictions coming up in a few minutes. Uh, plus, <laughs> much more. We haven't even scratched the surface yet. Uh, 888-900-3393. More Pack Ray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight. Uh, 933.93. Also, add Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where Swank Think tweets, I hope Blockbuster is preparing for Psychic Nikki's prediction of people getting movies in their homes. That is Me awesome. too, because uh, she says we'll start watching them in our own homes that's, pretty soon. That's ridiculous. And <laughs> I, I saw a thing over the weekend that, was it 20 years ago, um, Blockbuster had the opportunity to buy Netflix for $50 million. Oh, wow. Really? And declined. Oh, oh, instead they put their money into Enron. That's what it was. Yeah. $50 million. They could have bought Netflix, which went up wow. to, you know, five something billion yeah, worth. <laughs> I I mean Whoops. Blockbuster. I don't man. know what you'd I, I don't know what you'd have to pay to get Netflix now. It uh, it's gotta be more than five billion. Uh what is their market worth? What yeah let's, let's is see the Netflix worth <clears throat> Netflix uh market share because isn't uh Apple is close to a trillion. Netflix has to be I don't know a hundred billion. This is weird. This is from July, a week after releasing a bleak second quarter earnings report. Remember this: after releasing that bleak earnings report, the mm-hmm. company's shares are down nearly twenty percent, a loss of twenty-six billion in market value. Wow! The net worth of the founder, uh, who only owns two point five percent of Netflix shares, fell eight hundred and fifty million dollars. Reed Hastings. Uh, yes. Yeah. He created quite a company. Wow, yeah. yeah. So so now he so as of July he was only worth 3.4 billion. Wow. Wow. What's the company were... worth though? Yeah, that's what I'm trying to. Also uh <clears throat> tweet 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 tweets. Psychic <laughs> Nikki prediction. Bank tellers will be replaced by ATMs. I won't, no. I, I won't hear it. <clears throat> that's ridiculous. <laughs> that is is absolutely absurd try to get us to believe that kind of stuff <laughs> sewage type decisions uh tweets march 8th 2020 at precisely 2 a.m everyone will travel back in time whoa exactly one hour 
can't happen. Come on. This will allow people to <laughs> to change or fix fix mistakes you may have made in the previous hour. Well, okay. wait a minute. Hold on. No, nope. mm. I'm going to make a prediction. That's wrong. We're not going to travel back in time. No, we're, we're going to jump. Forward. We're going to jump forward we're in time. Spring That's right. forward in time. We're going to all right. go. Where did that hour go? Everyone around the world. By the way, Netflix worth. Um, is this right? One hundred forty-one billion. No, I said it was a hundred billion. You did. So I was a little off. I don't listen. Sorry, I was off a little bit. My. Gosh. 141 billion makes sense. I mean, you know, they've got 155 million subscribers worldwide. I did see that, uh, if I read this correctly, they are investing more into movie production than any other studio. Yeah, oh yeah, by far. So they've got... And I doing mean, more movies than anybody, any right. other studio. And that's, I guess, where they've got to go now. Yeah. They're doing 50 to 60 shows. a year. 50 to 60 movies a year. It's amazing. Mm. From Just Two Muck and Futch, what a prediction this is. Atlanta Falcons will not win the Super Bowl this season. <clears throat> wow. Too soon. <laughs> too is soon. it too soon? Yeah. Too soon for, for, uh, every, for Keith. Every Sorry. Mm-hmm. Too soon. From uh, USA New- USSA News, uh, I predict it will rain sometime this year where you live. Wow. That's bold. That is bold. That's, that's bold. What if Ooh. I what if I live in a drought area? <laughs> that may not come to fruition. You got 366 days <clears throat> this year for that to come true. Oh, is this a leap year? It is. Uh, predict, um, uh, presidential election year is best way to easiest way to remember it. Okay. Mm-hmm. From Jeff Jeffy's third chin stubble, 2020 prediction: Trump will still be president. <laughs> yeah. That's bold, too, because what if he's removed by the Senate? Then he wouldn't be. Uh So that's a prediction that that's not going to happen. That's powerful. Uh, From Gregory, I see see either a Republican or a Democrat winning something in 2020. (laughs) I mean, if you want to pigeonhole yourself, sir. And Pat will refuse to play animal videos. During the new year, <sighs> could have seen huh. could have seen the dog playing <clears throat> Jenga. It would have been all over that. But whatever. you offered it. You offered sure it. Did. I actually said no, thank you. And that was off the air, so folks. His prediction has already come true. It's already come true. <laughs> From Jeffy's blood thinners, I predict that psychic, uh, uh, psychic who. Nikki? Psychic Nikki? I don't know. Yeah, okay. Psychic Nikki uh, will vote Democratic in the next election. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, wow. And from Nick, Al Gore once said the children know better than their parents. Yep. Speaking, you know, speaking of the Greta thing and, and the, what's his name, Francisco in yeah. Colombia, who's 10 years old. Yeah, you might remember this. There are some things about our world... Uh-huh. That you thump- know no. that older people don't know. That older people don't know. There are some things in the world that you know that older people don't know. <laughs> wow. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's true. I just don't think that's true. I'm sorry. No, 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 no. Hey, he's right. He's right. There are some things. <clears throat> Like yeah. uh, slang words that are stupid and useless. Well, uh, yeah. He might have us there. 
uh, what Tide Pods taste like. What Tide Pods taste you know? like? Yeah. Got us? Yep. Okay. A lot of people thought we did taste Tide Pods, but then hopefully you saw the making of that particular yeah. stupidity. If you don't spend time on Pat's social media pages, you're missing yeah. out. Right. At Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Good place to start. And YouTube page. Got a YouTube page now, which is pinned to the top of his Twitter page. Anyhow, yes, uh, tasted like strawberry jelly. Because that's what it was. Because that, that's what it was. Yeah. Really? So, there you go. Uh, 888-933-93. Apparently, some D.C. commuters were stopped by climate protesters. Uh, so, this is fun. This is <laughs> this is winning friends and influencing people. <laughs> when do we want it? When do we want it? No! When do we want okay. it? When do we want it? Oh, that's good. XR Buddhists. This is a bad strategy for y'all. What, would, what strategy would you suggest? Not making me burn more gas by sitting here. Who's trying to call? Right, nice. Good. I don't know how long good this job. Is take. Oh, it's going. We're going to be here a while. Trying to be here all day, sir. It's for the climate. We got to be here until the planet's gone. Yeah. All right, man. It's a bad strategy. What are you trying to get to, sir? Work. That's they, where they should be. Work. Yeah, they don't have jobs. So. <laughs> this is their job. Look at this. Morons. They're helping me burn a lot of gas and oil just sitting here. And they're not right. getting their job done. Ask the cop if he wants me to help him. Prevent me from doing what I need to do to live my life. You're pissing people off, yeah. obviously. I mean, a lot. Keep it up. If I'm stopped by climate protesters, I'm just going to slowly drive through them. I'm sorry. I'm not. I got to get to work. Okay. I don't have time for this nonsense. Yeah. Maybe you guys don't have anywhere to be. And obviously you don't because you're out here doing stupidity. Uh, But I do. I got somewhere to be. And be sure to record it on your phone. Yep. uh, For the court case later. Right. When um, uh, When they start slamming on your your car. I want to see who needs to pay for these damages. Ah, jeez. Isn't there another one? Is yeah. there another video of these idiots? Yeah. yeah there's All a... you in the cars, honk if you feel inconvenient. Now watch this. Honk if you feel yeah. inconvenient. They're laughing at him. Ha, ha, ha. And so the construction guys decide to just, you know what? We're just going to drown out this insanity. <laughs> and they're doing it on purpose because look at the construction guy. Climate emergency. You can't walk outside with a gas mask. Uh, none of them have. None of them are wearing. None of them have gas masks. Oh, You're gonna have to boil your water first. It's coming. That day is coming. Look at this. Watch the construction guy. Absolute morons. Watch this. I'm sorry. What? What's that? I can't. I can't hear you. It's <laughs> great. You're a joke. Your movement's a joke. The the only the, the sad thing is we all realize it's a joke except for the people that have the power to make these decisions in the halls of Congress or the United Nations or these climate summits. They're the people that are taking them seriously. It's bad. It is. Twenty twenty is going to be awesome. And, yes. and and you're just hurting yourself. You're hurting your cause because you're not you're not winning friends. I mean those. There were people in their cars who agree with their mm-hmm. statement, but they're pissed off at the way they're handling it. You can't stop them from going to their jobs and make them sit there and idle <laughs> and make it worse for the environment, you 
idiots. And that, that one guy, oh, you should turn your car off because we're going to be here all day for the climate. Oh, man. Are I, you serious? I, what do you do? I just, you got to drive through If I'm at the front them, of that right? line? You got to drive yeah. through them. And if I'm not at the front of the line, I'm telling the people that are at the front of the line, either get out of the way, I will back out because I'm going through here. You need to put me in front because I'm going, I'm like you, I'm going through there. Yeah. I'm not going to go through there no. at 80 miles an hour. No, but I'm, not I'm try getting to hurt through that intersection. But yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to slowly push my way past them. And plus my vehicle's got so much damage to it anyway. It's not going to show it. It's not going to matter. Whatever, bang on it. No one's gonna notice. We're good. <laughs> I'm coming through. I wouldn't feel exactly <laughs> yeah, that you way. Well, you, you'll be behind me. Okay, I'll I'll, I'll, All right. I'll block out for you here. That okay? would be good. Yes, <laughs> you can run interference there from my is. car. Yeah. That would be nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. And of course, then they'd scream bloody murder. Oh, you're trying to kill us! Get out of the street, morons! Yeah. Get out of the street. Ah, it's just it's. 2020. I just thought of something. Here it is. Are they getting away with, I don't know, if they're standing in the crosswalk, can they go to a judge and say, I was in the crosswalk, Your Honor? I don't think so. Are they strategically in? Not if they're loitering in the crosswalk. I don't think so. Hmm. I mean, you can't stand in the middle of, of the street. If you're walking in the crosswalk trying to cross the street... It's called a crosswalk for a reason. You're crossing. I have a street. condition, Your Honor. I, I can't move across that crosswalk <laughs> yeah, so fast. Yeah, it's bull, and everybody knows it. So I don't know. I don't know how that works out, um, but probably doesn't work out for the people trying to get to work, no matter what you do, unless you just sit there and take it. Then you'll be fine. Uh, but uh, I don't know how you do that when you got to get to work. I don't know how you do that. That's Again, that's like, that's like the janitors for justice who came down to Houston uh, for the janitor strike downtown in all the high-rises. The janitors went on strike. So what they do? Uh, they came down from Chicago, SEIU members, called themselves janitors for justice, drove into intersections, and dumped garbage in the middle of the intersection so oh. people couldn't get around it. Oh, and that's what PETA did in Atlanta with uh, chicken Un- feces. Unbelievable. I mean, people were pissed. That did not help. Uh, gain any support for the janitors for justice. I can guarantee you that. It's just, it's stupid. I don't know why, why, why you would harm other people who got nothing to do with your cause and nothing to do with the, with the reason for your, for your protest. Uh, because they don't care. This is a generation that's been coddled their whole lives. They've been told that nothing they do is wrong. That's right. They're entitled to everything. They should get their way in any Mm -hmm. specific, uh, um, uh, experience that, that they're going through, they should be, they're the right, they're in the right. No yep. matter what, you're yep. always right, honey. We're never going to discipline you as you're growing up. We're never going to tell you you're doing wrong. We're never going to tell you you're an idiot. And so when you grow up, you end up standing in the middle of the intersection holding a sign that says climate justice. And just to show you uh, how how hot the climate is. Okay. I mean, in Russia right now, you know what the temperature is? Oh my goodness! If it's fifty-two point six, below zero. Oh no! Below no, zero, honey. No, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, global warming, man. Look at oh. the uh, look at what they're dealing with in that's uh, in Russia right now. We have a little bit of that over here, though. Just a teeny bit chilly. Wow, fifty-two point six below Fahrenheit. That wasn't the wind chill either. Nope, that was actual temperature. Mm. 
<laughs> Almost 53 below zero. You know what? If you truly believe in your cause, uh, you climate protesters in cozy Washington, D.C., why don't you go to that town in Russia and block that intersection? I saw a bus there yeah. trying to get through. Yeah. Go and do your little protest there. That would be fun. <laughs> that really would. <laughs> They'd, they'd love a little global warming. Oh, yeah. Uh, they're right about now. And look, it, it's the same deal. It's really cold there. It's it's pretty warm here right now. But, you know, next week it's going to be 40 degrees probably, or the week after that. Sometime we're going to get another cold front here through here, and it's going to be 48 or 45 or whatever, which it always is for a couple of days a week yeah. in Dallas-Fort Worth. A few weeks ago, it was very cold for this time of year here. Yep. And now it's now it's actually average. It's about <laughs> what it always is. 60 or whatever this time of year. And, and you know... It's Texas. In, in Chicago, they had a warm spell for a while. Then it'll be cold. And it's the same as it always is. It's a cycle of weather. It's the same cycle we've always gone through, and we're going through it again. I just It's so aggravating because it's so obvious that this is a, a, a huge hoax. 888-900-3393. More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. This is Pat Gray. The Blaze Radio Network. Pat Gray Unleashed. Mm-hmm. 888-900-3393. And it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Uh, weekend box office. Hey, did you see Star Wars yet? Have you yeah. gone? Mm-hmm. Rise of Skywalker? Yep. What'd you think of it? I thought it was good. I did too. I liked it. I thought lot. it was good. I mean... Uh, I thought it was really good. You, you just thought it was okay good? There were... I'm getting a twinge in your voice that says, I didn't I'm trying to figure it. out how to not it. ruin it. I did love... I, I really, really liked it. But then I got to thinking, man, I think there were some... Don't think about it afterwards. Just enjoy it while you're there and just leave it alone. <laughs> I okay. find that's the okay. best way to deal so, with Star Wars So if we're going now. on like a New Year's mm-hmm. Eve, no regrets type night, it was great fun. If yep. we're talking about the morning after... No, nah, don't think about it. Then I won't no. think about it. Right. <laughs> I liked it a lot. I, I, think, I think it's the fourth best. Hmm. Mm. Oh, there... Fourth best it is. Mm. <laughs> yes, bad. yes. Mm. No. <laughs> yes, 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 no. Uh, <laughs> so it would go Empire Strikes Back, uh, New Hope, the first one, you know, the real first one, 1977, Return of the Jedi. Wow. And then this one. Our top three are in this exact order. And yeah. then I, I'm i trying I mean, to think of what the other ones would be. So this one, uh, probably, what, yeah. Yeah. I mean, what what would be ahead of it? The other two are okay. I think it had everything Star Wars fans kind of wanted in the in the last movie. You saw a lot of, you know, our friends there, and I don't want to give anything away, but, I mean, everybody knows because they've been signed for the movie. <laughs> so you're going to, I mean, and everybody's seen it already because it's made $362 million in two weeks, which is pretty good, although it was down 60%. I mean, it's not selling as well as they, I, I think, kind of hoped. It's... Disney was predicting 160 million plus, and it did 175 million opening weekend. But some predictions were like 250, and it didn't get anywhere near that. So, I guess as Star Wars movies go, it was kind of a disappointment. 
But I, I really liked it. I, I thought it was pretty solid. I also really liked The Mandalorian. The season is uh, over now. There were eight episodes, and that's it. <laughs> Done. Now we'll see you in the fall. Yeah. Is it the fall? Do we know that for a fact? I don't have a date, but I keep seeing articles that say it'll return in the fall. Okay. Well, if it's the fall, that's not too bad. That's not too bad. That's not bad. But I'm also seeing on Twitter, I I don't know that there's any empirical evidence about this, but a lot of people talking about how they're canceling their Disney Plus uh, subscriptions until the fall. Really? When Mandalorian returns. (laughs) I'm sorry, when the child returns. Yes. Because John Favreau refuses to call it Baby Yoda. He's saying it's the child, Uh y'all. The child. Everybody else calls it Baby Yoda. Yeah, sure, you can call it whatever you want to. Which I love. <laughs> I, I mean, the last, especially the last two episodes, I thought were really solid. Me too. Really, really good. Mm-hmm. So that was fun, uh, and and so I thought I yeah I think Star Wars is generally generally the people who are doing the Star Wars either series or movies right now acquitted themselves pretty nicely here, hmm. and I guess in 2020. Uh, an Obi-Wan Kenobi spinoff is coming to Disney Plus, too, right? And I've heard it's Ewan McGregor who's going to star as... Oh. Uh, I don't know if that's a And fact. that's going to be a show, not a movie, huh? Yeah, it's it's okay. like The Mandalorian. It's going to be on Disney Plus. There's that one and something else. There's two, in fact, two spinoff Star Wars uh, that are supposed to debut. So I wouldn't... And I'm not sure I'd cancel your subscription because sometime during the course of the year, these others are going to debut as well. Yeah, what do we know the release date of the next Star Wars movie? Any idea? I don't. I they canceled a few because one was supposed to j- debut next year, I think, and I think they canceled that one. So mm-hmm. I don't know if it's twenty twenty two, somewhere in there. I th- I think they're waiting a while now. Yep. They're trying to get yeah anticipation built back up again because they've been coming out pretty fast and furious. <laughs> So here, here's what I see. Lucasfilm has a number of Star Wars movies in development, including a trilogy of films produced and written by Game of Thrones creators. Mm. The installments were scheduled, were scheduled to release 2022, 2024, and 2026, but that changed. Oh, that's changed. Okay. Okay. So mm. okay, because the okay it changed because the guy was contractually obligated <clears throat> to do something with Netflix. So. I don't know if the 22, 24, 26 dates still apply. It could be a delay, but they do have another trilogy planned. Huh. But it doesn't say based on what? or No, who? it does not. All right. Hmm. Mm. Probably one of those spinoff things. Like, what was that? Rogue One? Yeah. Rogue One like was maybe one. maybe featuring Han her Solo. on Solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe his exploits. I don't know. I don't I, know where you go with it now. I mean, uh, I don't know. It, they've lost a little of the magic, I think. Oh, yeah, definitely. So, Yeah, if the first three, we've said this before, mm-hmm. they came out in the 70s and 80s, mm-hmm. weren't as great as they were. Nobody would have gone to these. This, I would treat this like, and, and I'm not speaking negatively about Star Trek, okay? Mm-hmm. I, it's how I would look at the Star Trek movies. I'd be like, oh, it's another Star Trek movie. Okay, I might see it, maybe not, who knows, whatever. Right, you they know? wouldn't be must-see right. movies. For me, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. For, for a lot of people, mm-hmm. I think. But because they built up such loyalty with the first, you know, the 77, 80, and 83 movies, with those three, that you're you're there for life. They just they took you for life. And they didn't really <laughs> yeah. have to produce quality to do that after 1983. Sadly, you're right. Sadly. Mm-hmm. Although I think this last one was quality. I think it was pretty good. I, I liked it. I liked it. Yeah, it was good stuff.
Uh, let's see. J- Jumanji was number two, and that's at $175 million in three weeks. Frozen 2, which I haven't seen. Have you seen Frozen 2? Uh, no, I haven't. Up to $421 million. That's pretty good I'll in six that. weeks. When Another it, Disney release. When it makes it to Disney Plus, I'm there. Jeez. <laughs> and it probably will soon. Yeah. Little Women, I did see because my wife's a big fan. Uh, that was pretty good. And it's okay. Uh, that's up to $29 million in a week and a half. Spies in Disguise. Don't know what that is, but that was $13 million in its first week. Knives Out, Uncut Gems, Cats, which is, wow, is that getting bad reviews. <laughs> Cats, the Broadway play, made into a movie. Uh, apparently, it didn't translate well. That is just getting bludgeoned in reviews. Oh, thank you. But I wouldn't I don't see that. I want to see you, it. If you, paid, if you offered me $100 to go, <laughs> I wouldn't go to it. I don't want to see it in a movie theater, and no. I don't want to see it on Broadway. Oh, no way. Ugh. I wouldn't watch it on demand. <laughs> I wouldn't watch not it. Not in a tree, in not a in a train. <laughs> Let me be. <laughs> no. no uh, I'm not seeing a, yeah. a movie about cats. No way. <laughs> All right. 888 Also, Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Much more coming up. Pat Gray returns. 888 And... At Pat Unleashed on Twitter, where, by the way, uh, you can even enjoy more. What? Uh, Pat Gray, as I fill in for Glenn. Really? Later on today. Yes. How's that work? And then, well, I just I go into the other room. Okay. And I start talking again. <laughs> That's magic. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's magical. It is. That's a good word for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Jeffy will be there with me. And then Jeffy and Keith are filling in for days. Today, Steve Dace, right? Yeah, right. Wait, so immediately Jeffy after has the to Glenn come show. into here. Yeah. Now, how's that going to work? I don't know. I think he just comes in and starts talking. Too many steps away. Yeah. I, I, I'll let him figure that so out. So the three of us have basically taken over the entirety well, of yes, the network. Well, yes, because then after the Glenn show, then I'm doing uh, the news and why. No, are you yeah, serious? I'm serious. Yes, today. Wow. So it's all Pat Gray all the time. Good morning, everybody. Wow. Uh, let's see it. Pat Unleashed. You know, we had the uh, Psychic Nikki predictions, which mm-hmm. were so powerful. They were. Yeah. Earlier, and probably talk about those a little bit more on Glenn's show. But uh, from Nana Pathead, Psychic Nikki predicts that in December 2020, the U.S. will again be embroiled in a new impeachment inquiry immediately following Trump's reelection. That could definitely happen. Mm-hmm. And probably will. Jeffy's Droopy Thong tweets... <laughs> Kentucky passed a law last year that you can drive through protesters and not be held liable. Oh, oh that's a great law. Oh, I think we're relocating mm. to Kentucky. It's a great law. I wonder if there are stipulations like, you know, drive slowly, carefully. Don't try to run them down kind of thing. You know, just push your way through rather than, uh, you know, slam on the gas and kill people. I, I how, do you, how do you do that? Uh, because somebody might get so hacked off that they do drive a little recklessly and then people get hurt. I don't know. I don't know how that works. But Psychic Nicole <laughs> tweets, just tell the protesters you're running to work to spread awareness at all the cubicles. Maybe they'll buy it. Mm. Stupid enough, maybe. Uh, let's see. From Pat's Coconut Oil and Kale Recipe, oh, which is you know phenomenal if you haven't tried it. Yeah, it's, I think it's still up on socials, right? On the social stuff, the the yep. media's, the you know the the twitters, and everything like such as. 
Mm-hmm. Yep, and, and let me see. I'm just I'm going to your Twitter page at Pat Unleashed. Yes, I know pinned uh, to the top is uh, a link to your YouTube page. Okay, and mm-hmm. so if you go to the YouTube page, is your kale recipe there? Yes or no? Slow internet connection says <clears throat> we don't know. Slow internet connection says nothing. It says nothing. Oh, oh there oh, it is. Oh, is it there? Is I it don't there? know. Yes. Yes, it yes, is it is. there. It's a far right-hand uh, one. Okay, good. So it's right there. Go check it out. Uh, anyway, for my kale recipe, my coconut oil and kale recipe, uh, says, tweets, I predict in 2020 that Pat and Keith will make a Jeffy fat joke. Oh, I don't see that happening. No. That would be... No. That's really going out there on a so limb. So sometime in this uh, new year... Come on. Come on. You and I will make a well, Jeffy fat joke. That would be unkind. We would ne- never never, do that to Jeffy. Never. So that seems highly unlikely. I, I don't I don't foresee that. Uh, hey, Pete Buttigieg was... Uh, he was at it again on Christmas. He had a nice little... Twitter message for everybody on Christmas Day. Oh, no. Yeah. (laughs) Today, I join millions around the world in celebrating the the arrival of divinity on Earth. Okay? Fine so far. Okay. Who came into this world not in riches, but in poverty. Still true. Still accurate. Yes. No problem. Not as a citizen, but as a refugee. Uh, And now we run into a problem. (laughs) No matter where or how we celebrate Merry Christmas, he writes. Um, Not as a citizen, but as a refugee. (laughs) If you're talking about the birth of Jesus, he was not a refugee at that point. He was, he, they went to Bethlehem to pay their taxes. It was their country. They were citizens of that country and they went and paid taxes. And then they went back home. <laughs> so, uh, get it right. I don't know. if You claim to be this devoted Christian. At least read the scriptures involved and figure out whether or not Jesus was actually a refugee when he was born. Now, I guess you could say that two years later, after the decree of Herod to kill all the two-year-olds in the area... When they left and went to Egypt, you know, for safety purposes, I guess you could claim maybe he was a refugee then, a refugee in Egypt. Yeah, but I think this is Mayor Pete trying to make some sort of political point about About people getting here illegally or climate refugees or all this blah, blah, leftist crap. Of course it is. And it's garbage. Jesus was not a refugee at his birth. Uh, Ridiculous. I mean, it's like Tom Petty said: you don't have to, you don't have to be a refugee. <laughs> I, I think that's what he said. That's better than the way you two said it. The way you two said it. How was, did you two say it? Whoa, whoa! She's the refugee. <laughs> really? Yeah, I'm, so, I'm completely unfamiliar with that. That's because U2 it's the song. worst U two song of all oh, time. Oh, okay. Is why you haven't heard it. <laughs> all right. Until just now. All right. Well, thank you for sharing it with yeah. me now, because uh, I feel fulfilled now. I see your face, I see you staring back at me. Whoa, whoa, she's the wreck. 
Okay. I was waiting for you. Mm-hmm. I just I don't know it. So how would I have oh, joined um, you? Uh, no, I mean I mean interrupt me, please. Oh, okay. That's what I was I begging for. All right. Well, I didn't really know. I thought maybe you had somewhere to go with it, but no, you were just singing it. Nope, just singing the lyrics to Refugee. <laughs> All right, thank you uh, for doing the that. Refugee by U2. Okay. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh then we go, we come to this fun story. an employee of a McDonald's uh wrote an expletive and an insult on a police officer's coffee cup. Oh my goodness. At the McDonald's. <clears throat> again, again, we have to do this again. I- I'm seriously but what they discovered was it, it wasn't the, you know, it's one of those instances like uh, in New York when the woman said she was hassled by the three Trump supporters and then it turned out no. Apparently it was the cop himself <gasps> this time. No. So it's happened the other way now. Oh, what was he? What? It was supposedly uh, effing pig was r- written on the coffee cup. Was he trying to get a free coffee out of I the deal? I don't know. It's so ridiculous. Why would you do this? You get caught every single every time. Every time. <clears throat> every time. It's not hard to discover these things. It's really not. And I've not heard of this kind of uh, situation where a cop has done that. To I've themselves. never seen that with a cop before. Wow. Story made national headlines. Uh, and it's another one where, and most of these, to my knowledge, all of them except this one have been mm-hmm. true. Yeah. Where, you know, food employees have insulted police officers or told them they won't be served or any of that stuff. Turns out this one was a hoax done by the officer himself. Not helpful. That's Yeah, that's not helpful at all. Because this is the kind of thing that then the left picks up and See? See? Big people aren't doing this kind of stuff. Uh, well, yeah, they are. In this particular case, they didn't. But uh, yes, they are doing this kind of stuff. Man. So that's a shame. Um. And we also find out now that um, Michael Bloomberg, who's up to, I don't know, 5 or 6% support, he has spent $155 million already getting to 6% support. <laughs> $155 million. That feels good. <laughs> he declared in what? October? Maybe? I think it was October. So in two months... He has outspent uh, Tom Steyer, the other billionaire in the race for the Democrats, uh, and all the other presidential candidates, of course, uh, gearing up. His campaign has purchased $137 million worth of broadcast TV time and $7.7 million on cable. Man, he got in on November 24th. Oh, was it November 24th? He has spent that boy. He's in a month. Not the guy you want in charge of the treasury. Just a little bit more than a month. He has spent all of this money, 155 million, an additional 10.8 million, so almost 11 million on digital ads. The guy is just spending like crazy and getting nowhere. He's got nothing to show for it. Because he sucks, of course. He's yeah, terrible. Yeah, absolutely he does. He's absolutely terrible. I mean, but if you if you're looking for somebody terrible, he's one of the most terrible you could find. So he might be your guy. <laughs> he might be your guy. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's just possible because a lot of Americans are looking for terrible somehow. I don't know why. A lot of Democrats sure are. Yes. And boy, they've got yes, they've got a, quite a selection. Oh, good golly, don't they though? So um, February third, so a month from tomorrow, Iowa votes. Wow. Wow, we are really like right there now. And it's a Monday. Mm. Uh, so, um, right? 
Feb 3rd is uh, Monday? Yeah, isn't that weird? Hold on, let me grab my... uh, Thank you, Donna. Listener Donna sends me my Reagan calendar every year. Let's see here. Yeah, Monday, February 3rd. So... Okay. So we're just... We are right there. Four and a half weeks? Jeez. (laughs) Uh, I haven't seen a poll from Iowa in a little while. Last last I checked, uh, I think Biden was still in the lead, right? Yeah, we do have... I will look for Iowa numbers, the latest yeah, on do, that. Do that, because... But we have a graphic of very interesting national numbers um, that uh, Mason Dixon polling did. Look at this on the screen there. Um, okay, yeah, Mason Dixon, Virginia poll. Virginia, okay. It's a Virginia poll. Okay. Uh, Biden, 49, Trump, 45. They still have Biden ahead of Trump. Trump wins... In every other case. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trump, 48. Warren, 44. Trump, 51. Sanders, 45. And with Buttigieg, 47, 45 Trump. Now, the kicker, read that. But, but yeah. get this. <laughs> okay, check out all of those numbers that all look pretty good. Even the Biden one is only four points yeah. in Virginia. So now consider the fact that the the people who responded to the poll were 42% Democrat. 30% Republican and 28% independent. Yet he still beats Warren Sanders and Buttigieg. And he's only 4 points behind uh Biden. Oh, he's so that shows you. And that's a that's a that's a purple that. state Virginia. And Mason Dixon this is a Mason Dixon poll. It's a B plus pollster on uh 538, which is, you know, a, a website that keeps track of politics and and polls and all of that kind of stuff. And so B plus, it's a pretty good rating for a pollster. And it, it just goes to show you uh, that these things are all skewed for the Democrats. You've got 12% more Democrats than Republicans, <laughs> and yet Trump is only four points behind Biden in that poll. I'm telling you. They, they don't have a chance, and they know it. The latest They're not gonna win. Iowa poll was released on December 16th. Oh, okay. And that uh, has Buttigieg at 24. Buttigieg is up? Mm-hmm. Sanders wow. twenty one, okay. Biden fifteen. It's only third, and he's oh. way behind. Uh, let's. Oh no, he's fourth. Okay, Warren's eighteen. So wow. it goes. Wow. Buttigieg twenty four, Sanders twenty one, Warren eighteen, Biden fifteen. Huh. And um, and I would give you the average, but these polls that they're averaging in here are so old. I don't know that you can really um, go with them. I mean, most of them are from November. So that's just your latest one from Iowa State University. How about that? Biden fourth. Uh, that's not going to be a good start for him. That's going to hurt. No, and then over Christmas break, I know he was uh, at a town hall or some sort of uh, you know small, intimate event, and somebody was calling him a pervert, stop touching kids. Oh, wow. Somebody else really? was yelling about his son uh, over in Ukraine. Oh, he doesn't like that. Well. Uh, he, does, he does not like that. Uh, what happened to your microphone, though? <laughs> just oh there it is oh yeah yeah you got a little short there mm. that's mm. that's perfect anyhow that works out really but well he for is definitely not happy on the trail right now um he's very uncomfortable no, in these events really easy to rile him up too he gets pissed really quickly uh so that's not going to bode well for him either now you can't you can't do that you can't look like you're you know so close to the edge that you could be set off. What what I love about him is just watch his facial expressions when he's confronted mm. in these public venues. And he quickly, he just turns on a dime. He goes from, you know, happy-go-lucky, smiling, mm-hmm. Joe, mm-hmm. 
to oh, I'm about to beat on you. Yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he, <sighs> and he goes to look fat. Look <laughs> fat. You want to challenge me in a in a push up contest? Yeah, that's that's why I'm here. Yeah, I think he's uh, falling apart. Middle class Joe. That's mm-hmm. why I'm here. <laughs> you're you're obviously sedentary. Okay, you're you're calling me fat. You don't know anything about him. I mean, he might have some kind of glandular problem. I don't know. The guy's a former Marine. Yeah, former Marine. He was talking to at that particular event. So if that would have been Trump, they'd still be harping on that. Oh. Still be harping on it. Yeah. 888 Somebody who gave a little credit to Donald Trump, uh, which is kind of surprising. Now, people <laughs> will say, well, he used to work for Fox. Yeah, yeah but he was atypical uh, on the Fox staff. He was not... Major Garrett, who I'm talking about, uh, and he's not a big time conservative guy. He's not. He's not like Sean Hannity, for instance. Uh, you wouldn't expect him to be really Trumptastic. But uh, check out what he had to say about and the credit he gave to President Trump. It'd be fairly said that this administration, because of President Trump's quiet prodding. <clears throat> has done quite a bit for funding of historically black colleges and universities. The First Mm. Step Mm -hmm. Act, which was a massive first step toward criminal justice reform. Just a couple of weeks ago, in this newly signed defense bill, there is a law that says if you are seeking work for the federal government or any contractor, Mm -hmm. you don't have to be asked, and you cannot be asked about your criminal history until right toward the end. That's a significant change, long sought by criminal justice advocates. Plus opportunity zones and the tax bill directed at communities of color that is a legacy on the agenda side that almost any president after three years would want to claim nice (laughs) he's right he's he's dead on there uh but nobody wants to nobody wants that said on face the nation (laughs) you you know that's that's not something that the face the nation audience is usually subjected to so good for him for actually telling the truth there Someone probably got into Major's ear. Uh, you realize you're no longer at Fox. This is CBS. Yeah, probably. We don't say favorable things, even if they're based <laughs> in fact. Okay. <laughs> uh, Major, did you did you think you took a wrong turn and you wound up in the uh, uh, Fox Studios there in Midtown Manhattan? That's not, that's not where you are. Um, here is an article, and yes, I've just gotten to the headline from three days ago. Um, from Axios that says, exclusive poll, black Americans motivated by Trump to vote in 2020. Now, this could mean motivated to vote against him. I don't know. So I'm just, let's see. Uh, hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of data here. My goodness. It's one of those things you don't read on the fly. Yeah. You haven't looked okay. ahead. But uh, anyhow, it looks like blacks are definitely going to turn out to vote more um, uh, than they did just... Um, in 2016, so, and so that'll be interesting to see if they if they vote for or or against him. I, from what I understand, support among blacks is up considerably from what it was last time. You know, but that's going from I don't know what what do you have last time five percent of right. the black vote to maybe eight or ten. But still, that's that'll be significant if that's true, and we'll see if that comes to uh, fruition. Um, meanwhile, oh, I wanted to share this, and we never got to this before the uh, Christmas break. But there was yet another amazing coincidence in the Jeffrey Epstein killing. Surveillance <laughs> for 
for surveillance footage of the outside of his cell during his suicide attempt has gone missing. Okay, so not not only did they not have the footage from inside the cell from the cameras that were looking towards him, but then they don't they didn't even have the outside footage of who might have gone to and from the cell. Uh, at so all of it's missing. Yeah, so you add that to some of these other coincidences, like no surveillance cameras during the suicide itself. The cellmate moved just before he died. There were no guards that checked his cell, despite the fact they were supposed to do it every 15 minutes. There were no suicide-proof sheets. Uh, there hadn't been a successful suicide in that jail in 40 years prior. And then the three bones broken in his neck that normally happens in a homicide. And now you add to that that there was just another surveillance area that that tape is gone too. I mean, what do you want? Everything to go perfectly? What can is that you what do? you want? What can you do? <laughs> yeah. I mean, this happens all the time. It happens all the time in these jail suicides. Sure. So, so, nothing to see here, people. Move along. <laughs> Move along. Then I also love this story in The Hill. Uh, the headline was, Will government spending continue to be out of control? <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Are we going to make our 2020 predictions? I'm, yes, we are. <laughs> I'm going to say uh, yes. Yes. That's yes. my big prediction. Government spending will continue out of control. Why wouldn't it? Okay. No one cares anymore. Nobody. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. There are no conservatives left, at least none with power. Um, they're, they're all Trumpified on the spending issue. Trump doesn't care about spending. So they apparently don't care anymore either. Do you hear anybody on the Republican side saying, hey, we really have to curb our spending. We've got to stop this. If they're saying it, I'm not seeing it. Very few. Very, very few. I haven't even seen Rand, I haven't seen Rand Paul speaking about it much. I mean, yeah. he comes out with that government waste report every year. But other than that, I haven't even seen him say much about um, it. It's really Justin Amash. Uh, is Amash talking about it still? Oh, all the time, yeah. Um, I feel like... Um, uh, is Ben Sass, maybe. Maybe Sass has said something about spending. Spending's not a thing, though, for Republicans, for conservatives anymore. It's just, meh, whatever. Yeah. So he spent another trillion dollars this year? Oh, another $1.5 trillion this year? Yeah, okay. Yeah. Oh, we're up to $23 trillion in debt now? Yeah, whatever. I mean, here's a here's a tweet from Thomas Massey, um, uh, who a couple of weeks ago, when that budget, basically, that stupid budget raised the age that you could buy cigarettes in this country from 18 to 21. I don't know if you were aware of that. Oh, yeah. yeah. So yeah. Um, Massey says, hardly a peep today about the federal government banning sales of tobacco products to 18, 19, and 20-year-old adults yesterday. The cost to implement this will be $18.5 million per year. Uh, hey, folks, no one said this nanny state was going to be cheap. <laughs> so that's fun stuff. Oh, random. Look at that. Random unannounced inspections are going to be a part of this. So anyhow. <laughs> so there, there's a few voices uh, crying out, but they are few and far between in D.C. these days. Yeah, and, and even when they do cry out, I guess... Uh, none of us are listening. We're not, we're not paying attention to spending anymore. It just It's like it's not a thing anymore. It just doesn't matter. Mm-mm. Someday that's going to come back to haunt us, though. Uh, and it could be someday soon. 
You, but you got to believe eventually it's going to lead to inflation, bankruptcies. Uh, I, I don't know. Some sort of problem here could arise. It's going to be awesome when we sell the amazing debt. our Western lands to, China. to our debt holders like China. Right. And so when you go into Yellowstone National Park, you're going to have, you know, the welcome to Yellowstone, and then it's going to be in Chinese. It's going to be just right underneath it because <laughs> they're going to be the deed holders of those uh, acres. Right. right. But when they buy the United States of America, uh, I'm sure we'll have similar freedom to Hong Kong. Yeah. You know, yeah. they'll let us have some sort of say in our governance. You know, maybe it'll be split between Beijing and and Washington. Yeah, and we'll throw in the national parks, China. There's just that's like a ah, that's what? an add-on. Yeah, whatever. <laughs> that's going to be good. <laughs> that's going to be awesome. It is. And you know, it's not that far-fetched because it's a real this debt is a real problem that just no one no one cares about anymore. Uh 888-933-93. Tomorrow, we got to get into this Alex Jones uh situation. He was ordered to pay $100,000. In the Sandy Hook case, remember he yep. he, he yep. claimed that it was a hoax. Mm-hmm. People were walking around the building in circles, which I'm not sure what that meant, but that's what he kept saying. And then that's when he realized, you know, at first he Hate thought it. there was he thought there was something to it, but then he realized no, it's a total hoax. And so uh, now he was sued for defamation by the parents of a six year old mm-hmm. who was among those killed. And uh, so we'll get into that, find out what that means uh, tomorrow. Yeah, and, and I don't know where the time went, but boy, this week has just... It's flown by. It's, flo- it's like tomorrow's it's Friday. Thursday already. <laughs> what? Man, man. Seems like uh, we just got just here. Just got here. Just got here. And bang, it's getting close to the end yeah. of the week. We got more on trivia. Buffalo, Houston coming up tomorrow as well. Should be fun. See you then. Oh, and on uh, the Glenn Beck program. Yeah. Next. Pat Gray, only on the Blaze Radio Network.